This is the complaint department. All operators are assisting other customers. Please continue to hold. Oh, God, here we go. Thank you for holding. Here's Mike, Joey, and Howard. Ready for the podcast? My studio starting to smell a bit like smoke. Oh, from, from where you are. I was going to say, are you getting high in there or what's going on? No, no, not that good. More like campfires. He's a tumor. Maybe that's you having a stroke. You smell smoke. Yeah, or you have a tumor. Oh, I thought you smelled oranges. I thought that was the joke. I oh. thought it was burnt toast. It was when you were like dying or something. I looked it up at one point because I, I think I had that problem. Like when I was living in Fullerton, I thought someone was smoking outside my window every day. And you and they weren't. No, no, no. There's nothing. And I'd ask my wife, like, "What do, do you smell this?" <laughs> she, and I'm like, "It's not just smoke. It's cigarette smoke." And she said, "No, I don't smell it." And that's why I was like, "What the fuck is going on with me?" And they said that that could be sign of a brain tumor. Oh, like, cool. Maybe if it's if you smell anything abnormal. That's kind of jumping to conclusions, ordinary. though. It was right? very WebMD. I mean, yeah. That's 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 like jumping right to the worst case scenario, right? You come into the doctor's office. Yeah, my knee hurts. Tumor. <laughs> what? I didn't, I, but I, there was no other, what other explanation is there? Uh, There's got to be something going on in my... I don't know. You got some nicotine stuck up your nose or something. I don't know. Maybe somebody was smoking and your wife was like, she couldn't, yeah. she every, couldn't smell. Every day. And maybe okay. your wife had the tumor and she couldn't smell. That's right. It was uh, blocking her ability to smell and you were smelling the smoke. This is the ex-wife, right? No. Oh, this is the current wife? Yeah. Oh, it's the good wife. The, yes, good, the wife. good wife. She uh, knows how to smell. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. She has she has dog senses. She has dog nose. That's like my mom has like super power nose. I fucking hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Because she's like, do you smell like the dog had peed in our house like a year ago, and and we had cleaned it up, but she could still smell it. Like like my dog would go mark that spot. So would Jamie if that's how she <laughs> would do it. She smells it. I'm like that too, though. I could smell everything. It drives me nuts. I oh yeah. Smell it. I'm I like, hate that. Yeah. The air quality today is about uh, forty seven. <laughs> Yeah, some uh, my, CO2 particulates in the air I can smell. My mom was like that, too, and it was still, and she could smell anything. And certain smells annoy the crap out of her, but only when it's convenient for her. So, like, she stayed here in our guest room before, and or, like, smell the sheets, and if you want us to change them, we, like, they were brand new washed sheets, but if you want us to change them or rewash them without the certain tide or whatever, we'll do that for you. And she's like, no, this is fine, this is fine, it smells good. Fast forward to the next time she stays over, exact same detergent, exact same everything. She's like, this smells awful. She's tearing the sheets off the bed, throwing them in the hall. Yeah, it's fucking rude, right? Very fucking rude. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Just fucking stay at home. Yeah. They, well, hey. Uh, so, you know, I was like, bring your own sheets next time. And mm. she fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you have like a special bed for her? Here? Well, she bought it. Yeah. She paid for it. So she's in charge of shit I around guess, here. I guess, because she's like, I'm, I bought the bed, put the fucking sheets on that I want. <laughs> oh, no. That's rough. <laughs> well, um, where do you want to start today, man? Lots of complaints. I mean, speaking of the fires, though, um, we had a lot of bad fires, tragic fires out here in California and all that kind of crap, but. You know, the thing that, you know, and the firefighters are badass and they kick ass and they throw everything at it and they got 747s and DC 10s and helicopters and God knows what. And, and, and they're crawling through the terrain and all of that stuff. So the firefighters themselves are badass and God, they do a good job. I think best they can with what they got, but I was watching them evacuate Malibu and I'm like, 
somebody fucked this up. Like, 10,000 people at once getting on the PCH in Malibu trying to get the hell out of the fires. And they're like, the traffic lights are out because there's no power. And everybody's just kind of sitting in their cars and the traffic's grid. Like, but couldn't they find four cops to go to an intersection and, and go, hey, or just close off like the other lane? So they can get out instead this might, of like this trying might, to... This might not be the, 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 the fault of the peace officers and the firefighters. No, this no, 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 no. This might be the no, fault no, of the idiots that fault. stay in their houses till the very last second. Or the people that designed Malibu. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, right. You, know, you all want to live on the fucking in the wrong beach. place, God damn it. You got to get away from there. Well, and anyway, I just thought that it's like, I don't feel like we're in safe hands sometimes. I'm like, okay, you know, we have all these people, that, you know, first responders, they can cover the disasters and they're well-trained. But the guy in charge, whoever manages the shit, I don't think they would. Like, what if we had to evacuate, like, L.A. or New York one day? Well, what the think, hell are they going to do? I think the priority chaos. was be, putting the fires out, not traffic. Yeah, but what about the people, though? They got to get the... That's how those people died up north. I but think they, they give stuck them, in their cars. Yeah, but okay, that's a different story, the thing up north, up north, because they were trapped sort of in a way uh, where the roads didn't lead them directly out. Like, they had to take different roads to get to where they needed to to be but in malibu and from what i understand with the fires in southern california is that they go okay fire's coming this is the first order to evacuate people don't go they go okay this is the second order to evacuate and they keep doing it people keep staying in their houses and staying in their houses just fucking leave when they tell you what would you do would you just bolt like yeah. you just go like hang on you could just bolt out of your house and go, you know, I may never see this house or any of my stuff ever again. I would take and what I could. in five seconds, I'm out of here, right? And I don't care. No, Did you do that? I would take what I could, and I would go when they when they said you should evacuate. What does that mean, take what you could? What do you think that is? Eh, I don't know, my hard drive, so I can have okay. my shit for work. So here's the deal. You're leaving. Your wife's not leaving. Why? She's not just taking her fucking computer and taking off. Oh, it's not happening. Why? Because she needs to, like, gather... Paintings off the wall or something? Not paintings, but pictures of your kids. Why? It's all on our phone. We don't fucking... No, dude. That's not... There's what? What? there's shit that what? you wouldn't leave here. I'm, we should have her come up here because I don't know what it would be. Well. Like, I honestly think I would take my hard drive, maybe my laptop, and, and that would be in my family, of course, but, you know. Yeah. No, I understand the idea. Is the, the Robert De Niro and Heat attitude, right? <laughs> Um, but wait, wait, what's that attitude? It's that you never, never get attached to anything that you can't leave in 30 seconds. Right. Yes. So that's a good life philosophy. Maybe. Yeah. But there's if things you're a bank robber. There's things that I have and I like, but I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would, if I live in Malibu, so I'm assuming I have a nice house, right? I don't, I don't want that to go up in flames. Oh, so are you just not trusting the firefighters? No, because you just told me that they gave me three you fucking can't orders. Trust a fire, dude. The fire, by the way, you go on my little Twitter, H Kogan or whatever. I had a, a neighbor of ours. I don't know him well, but he has like a shop in Malibu, and he went to the shop um, to, I don't know, save his shop with a garden. I don't know what the plan was. Take a hose and save it. But anyway, he rushed down there, and the flames got really bad, and he filmed it. Or somebody with him filmed it. Anyway, it got so bad. and the, he had One to hand run with his the, iPhone, the other hand with a fucking hose. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But it was so bad, he had to run across like the PCH and dive into the Pacific Ocean. Then they couldn't find him. It's at night. They couldn't find him for hours. Wait, like wait four or why, five hours. Why, why did he have to dive in the Pacific Ocean? Because he like had a, to get away from the flames. Yeah, but there's So like they finally rescued the him like five hours later. What's that? There's, there's like a, a 50 yards of sand. Dude, it didn't matter. You should see those flames. It was just like, it was lurching to the water. 
And then, uh, and then I guess they found him eventually, like four or five o'clock in the morning after like five hours in the water. But the smoke inhalation was so bad. I, I think he was like hospitalized and broke bones and stuff. And it was pretty bad. It's like, like a movie a story. Yeah, was he it's holding on to the, the uh, pier or something? Yeah. No, it wasn't. I don't know. Think it was near the pier, but I mean. You know, that's a story. It wasn't on the news or anything, but there's a guy like you never probably would hear of. But that's the kind of shit that's happening that yeah. we don't hear about on the news. Should I feel bad that I'm defending a guy accused of arson out here as we speak? Like, I'm in no, court in that no, right he now. Did, he deserves a, a fair trial <laughs> yeah. just like anybody else. Yeah. It's, it's not good timing. Get, as long as you don't get him off. Well, I'm trying. <laughs> But it, is it, that what you try to do? You try to get a guy off? Like you I, try to give him the best like, defense yeah, sorry possible. Sorry about the fire, but what's that? Try to give him the best defense possible, right? That's what anybody would want. Sure. Well, his job is to test the law to make sure he gets a fair trial and that they've covered every aspect. Right. And if I can get him off, then they guilt. haven't. Right. True. So that's that's the goal. the The goal is never for a defense attorney to be like, "Well, I'm just want to. I'm just going to make sure they prove their case." Like they should. I'm just going to follow this thing along and, and let them prove it. Because then we wouldn't ask questions. I wouldn't, you know what I mean? I'd have witnesses come in and go, well, maybe you're being telling the truth. I'll just, no questions for you. <laughs> you know, I just want them to make sure they prove it by a, beyond a reasonable doubt. You're trying to win. They're trying to beat the other person. It's a, it's a fucking game. Okay, it's, Johnny Cochran. All right. No, no, that's, I'm, I'm being honest. That No, people that go in there, you've got some like the true believers on both sides that think that they are doing God's work or they're doing their their part to obtain justice for everyone in this state, right? Uh, and, the, and the defense attorney, it starts with their client and their family and all those things. But 90%, in my opinion, I, I haven't tested this, but I think the majority of attorneys that do criminal law on either side are more concerned with winning that battle than they are with what it really means in the big picture. Without a doubt. So if you know a guy killed a guy, Mm -hmm. if you know a guy killed a guy and you get him off, you're like, well, I won. So what if like there's a murderer running around the streets? I won. But but here's the thing. I I mean, I, I think that's an attitude for a lot of people is that if you can get off a guy who, and I'm not saying that this is my attitude or the right attitude. I like how you said if you can get off a guy and not if you could get a guy off. <laughs> I thought of it. <laughs> uh, but if if you can... Go ahead. Get a guy off. <laughs> if you can beat a case where... Beat get a, off on the a guy. Gu- a beat guy. the case. God, where's this going? <laughs> Let's look, look at it this way. If, if you've got a client who committed murder, if we're going to go that extreme, and you can beat that case as an attorney... How good does that make you feel? As as uh, long as you don't know for sure that, that well, sure, well, okay. But even if you did, my attitude is this: that it's always up to the prosecution to prove that it happened. Right? It's their job to prove that that person okay. committed the crime. Agreed. Now, what if they could prove that beyond a reasonable doubt? If you just didn't do a very good job, if you just said, "I'm just going to sit back and watch this shit happen." As the defense attorney. As the defense attorney. Now, you're making sure that only the evidence is admissible, but you're not crossing people. You're not trying to get them. Then I'm not doing my job. But if the goal is just to make them prove it, they're proving it. You're trying to stop them from from proving it. See, that's the difference. Yeah. We're not not making sure they prove it beyond a reasonable doubt by the laws of the state of California. We are trying to prevent them from proving it, right? And there's a difference, I Mm -hmm. think. 
I don't have a problem with it. I mean, that's why I do what I do, I guess, For, because I like helping people. There are people that need help, whether it's to, to beat a case or to get a better deal. But I also don't like fucking losing. Sure. And even if my client is fucking dead ass guilty and I can do a good job doing what I do and beat it, I I don't have a problem with that. Do you think, though, that uh, if you knew 100% that, that your client was guilty and that even working as hard as you could to, to hold back the prosecution from proving their, uh, that this person committed the crime, if you made it so that they got a better deal out of it or he got not as terrible of a sentence, is that still a win for you personally? Or do you, would you have rather just one completely one not guilty oh i'd ra- i'd rather i'd rather it get dismissed or be acquitted i mean but that's obviously See, i would approach it, i would approach it differently i'd be like dude you know look i got you the firing squad instead of the fucking hanging you know it's well, good it'll be faster yeah, we do that you know? there are times when when you know what the the maximum exposure is and and you have to try to sell them on the fact like look this is just, this is better. This 28 year sentence is, is better than 30 to life. And they're, you know, they're 25 years old. They're like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? That's, yeah. I, I haven't been alive that long. Yeah. But that's, that's part of it too. But I don't, I mean. Well, and I always think that if, if I were the person being uh, accused of the crime, if I did do it, I still want the best defense lawyer I can get because ultimately you will get the most fair sentencing or the most you know if you're acquitted then great but i think that if you're not and you're found guilty you're going to get a a fairer deal because anyone who's got a defense attorney that works hard for them gets the fairest of the deal they should they get the fairest sentence or the fairest you know punishment whatever that is they should and it's not always the case but they should only because you're working harder you know either to convince a da or to convince a judge you're working harder for the client um let me change the subject for a minute. This is fucking annoying as shit. I'm at the gym, and I don't know what it is, man. A couple of guys go to the gym, the two buddies. They seem they seem like like if you just looked at them, they'd seem like normal dudes. And they're at the gym, and then, I don't know, they get separated. One dude's, like, in the locker room, and one dude's like, oh, let's have a shower, whatever. And there's, like, a steam room and stuff. And the guy, I can't remember his name. Let's just pretend his name's Joey. He's like, Joey. Hey, Joey, he's walking around the whole gym. Joey, you there? <laughs> Joey, he's in the steam room. Joey, dude, I'm not fucking Joey. Joey, <laughs> hey, Joey. So they walk around and he's like in the shower. Joey, like, what the fuck? What is going on? He needs this guy so badly? Joey, where are you? Joey. And then he finds Joey and he goes, hey, dude, I'll meet you outside in five minutes. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Very what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like, whatever. Like, what's wrong with that guy? Right. They can't separate from his buddy for like, Three minutes? Isn't if there, I went to the gym, I'd be like, dude, I'll see you outside, whatever. When you're done, you're done. We'll get some lunch later. His or, buddy sounds like an idiot. Or even if you were like, don't worry, I'll find you, but you can't find him, isn't the logical thing like, I'll just wait out by my car, and eventually that other person will realize, go outside. Yeah, or I'll get a text or something eventually. Or we are, yeah, it's two, 2018. Someone's going to have a phone. Sure. Okay, but let's say battery's dead or something like that. You're, you would ultimately go, I'm, I'll just go outside because they're probably but, but, at their car. Like, sorry, do you know what I mean? L- let me give you more of this. The start that wasn't just one day, that was like two weeks in a row. That wasn't like just it happened once and they got separated. This guy keeps doing it. The, the same dude, Joey, the same two guys, the same two guys. Joey, you there? 
Dude, Joey, Joey. But what's he doing? Like, hey. is he walking around the gym asking this? What's he doing? He's walking around. He's walking around with a towel wrapped around him, walking through the locker is he, rooms. Is he? Is he? Is he blind? Because doesn't he know Joey? I don't think so. Why does Why he need to walking around like ask that, around? Like, Wouldn't he know where he's at? Well, he can be walking around like that without like a cane or something, right? <laughs> you can't see. Uh, maybe he's just a regular man. at that gym. He knows the locker room. He knows, he knows the, the layout. Fifteen paces to the to the, yeah. to the weights. I just, don't I just thought it was, was the weirdest thing, man. Irritating. I always find guys like that. I'm like Velcro for guys like that. You know? The gym's the worst place to deal with people, the, especially in the locker room. It's very yeah. awkward. It's I don't I don't like it. I don't. I've never liked fucking locker rooms, man. I don't like the locker room. I don't like even when you go to a restroom at your work and you know people and another guy comes. Oh on the beat my god! And then they start a conversation with you. Oh, hey, man, who does that? No way. Yeah, like it's happened at my job many times. Are you like at the urinal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 not okay. in a stall. Okay. I recognize your shoes, man. <laughs> Is that Mike? No, no. Like at the urinal, and I'm going, and I'm like, I purposely like just either look straight down or look up, you know, just, just staring to, at your dick. Yes, <laughs> just to avoid anything. And the dude, a dude comes in next to me, and it's usually like the dudes from the news station. They're very stuffy older guys. And they're like, oh, Mike Craig's taking a leak. Oh, like, they, yeah, they think, weird. they think they're being funny because they, they go, oh, oh, you're the Jack FM guy. So you must think it's funny. <laughs> you know, and who's the one of the other guys in there was in there the other day and uh, somebody took a crap. He's like, oh, man, I couldn't wait. Couldn't nobody get out of there. I had to take a crap. And I'm like, oh, man, who takes a crap at work? I'm oh, like, well, I do. I've done it. <laughs> oh, dude. You've done it in the trash can in the office. I did. I do it in the in the restroom. Well, that was an emergency. I yeah. <laughs> you have to crap in a trash can at work. But wh- <laughs> I told the story on the podcast. <laughs> this is the one we were talking about, like the French guys peeing everywhere. No, no, it was a long remember. time ago. Though. Uh, go dig the through radio, the podcast, the people. You'll find one. Edit here. Go find the one. Yeah, go find the one with Mike crapping in the trash can. <laughs> Wait, you don't. You don't. Well, how do you go in to work? Like to an office? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I go in like once a quarter. Okay, so you in. you shit at work all the time. It's just your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're when you're in, I can't an shit. I can't day. shit in a gas station. That's all. Oh my god, dude! And when I first moved to California, this is the thing that shocked me. I went to like Home Depot. My son was like five years old. He had to go, so I whip him into the bathroom at Home Depot, and I go, "What's going on here?" Like toilet paper or something like they the guys wipe their asses and they throw it beside the toilet and they don't flush it in the toilet i'm like what's going on so apparently if in mexico the plumbing isn't sufficient to flush the toilet paper into the toilet so if you live there they tell you not to flush the toilet paper this and just throw it in the garbage can this is beginning to sound a little racist it's just the mexican this is nothing dudes. to do with race this is the plumbing system in that country that's how it works. It doesn't matter. You could be a, a Czechoslovakian guy living in Mexico. You got the same problem. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'd like to meet you know what that I'm guy. Saying? What's that? I'd like to meet the Czechoslovakian guy. <laughs> the Czechoslovakian. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh. that guy, you can't flush it. So they they don't know when they come. I guess they think our plumbing is crappy. Excuse the pun. As as uh, that plumbing system. So anyway, it just shocked me that I'm like, wow. This is the most unsanitary thing I've ever seen in my life. So I was starting to fear for my child's life and safety going, what if he touches the, oh my God. Anyway, 
It was that was I was traumatized, man. I had PTSD from that bathroom. So now you won't go in the public bathroom. I'm like I will at all costs. I would avoid it. You know, it's just like I know it's like stupid porta potties, and it's like because I grew up, we had like an outhouse at our cottage. We didn't have plumbing, and you had to go out into the woods at night. How the fuck old are you, man? What are you talking about? Well, no, not how old am I? How old was the stupid cottage? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there you go. How old was the stupid cottage? It was, ah, fuck, must have been built in the 19-somethings when there was no plumbing. They could have. 80s. How do you not afford, (laughs) that's true. How could they not have put plumbing in a, like, that's a weekend at Home Depot to go get some pipes and shit, I would assume. (laughs) It's rustic. No, it's rustic. Oh, it was horrible, dude. It was like two in the morning. Okay, go get the flashlight. I got to go through these ferns. What the fuck was that? And is that spiders crawling? It's kind of fun. Oh, my God. I was just going to say, did your parents are like, hey, look at this. It's an outhouse. This is going to be an adventure. Did they give you that? Yeah, they they had that sort of cavalier. Yeah, you know, it'll build character, kid. Don't worry. What do you think? You know, don't worry about it. It's why we come out here. You know, and I have a theory, the by the way, my theory, this all people should pay attention to this theory. <laughs> Never fucking pay to go on a vacation. That's shit where you stay somewhere shittier than your own house. Right. Amen. Right. Why would you pay or, or you like go to trouble and save money and then go somewhere and it's worse than your home? Yeah. How's that a vacation? It is not. I, I like the idea of an outhouse. What? No, no, no. Listen, listen, hear me out. Like if you have a cabin, like so you've got this, you know, woodsy cabin with an outhouse. Okay. But the outhouse is just a nice fucking bathroom. Like with plumbing. Oh. And so you have to walk outside at night with a flashlight to get to just a nice nice bathroom. Well, you know, and and, and on the other side of and there's what you're to what you're saying on the other side of that whole coin is I went to England once to visit a buddy. And there was like a concert in England. We, I don't know. It was outside of London somewhere. And they were in a field and I had to go to the bathroom. I was like, oh, crap. They got porta potties. Great. So I go and there's this big trailer with the bathrooms. And oh, you walk nice. in and it was like marble. It was like, you know, the Plaza Hotel in New York, but in a trailer. It yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. They had like artwork on display. They were playing classical music. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy in a tuxedo to hand you towels. Oh, I hate that shit. It was like, they did what that, is going like on? Like a jack show at a concert, I think, right? Yeah. The, What's that? I, like I'm, a jack show, I think, did the similar thing in, in Irvine. At the backstage, yeah. It was weird because you walked in and it was. There were, there were like plants, like fake yeah. plants. And I'm like, just I just need to piss. Like, <laughs> this is dumb. But it was very nice. But they made it nice, right? Yeah, Instead yeah. of sitting in that stinky porta potty, some guy thinks drunk he thinks it's funny to flip P- it over right or piss everywhere <laughs> i don't care yeah. <laughs> you know i, I want to go back to something really quick that you said earlier howard where you were talking about taking a shit at work and so this guy comes out of the bathroom and goes oh i just took a shit he made an announcement to you like that he had to take a shit at the no well he said i was like okay i was in an office talking to somebody he was like i really gotta go to the bathroom in a minute but i'll finish my conversation and as i was having that conversation Another, oh, I won't name the employee, but the uh, guy came in and he said, hey, uh, I had such a hard time finding, uh, uh, I don't know, I couldn't get in the bathroom or something. I had to take a big shit. And I'm like, oh, "Oh, great. That's the one I got to go use in about two minutes. (laughs) And of course, it was the one uh, when I eventually used it. So, uh, yeah, somebody, you know, and look, sometimes you got to go, you got to go. I get it. But, you know. Do you have to make a whole announcement about that? I think people that talk about pooping. He he happened to mention it, and it was like, I don't know why. Yeah, it's true. Who mentions that? But I'm kind of glad he did. He gave me a heads up and prepared me. So when I went in, I was like, oh, great. I I think people that talk about pooping, like to other people, have a a mental problem. 
Like, I think that there's something weird in their head that makes them think that that's a f- good conversation to have with, with people. Like, ah, oh, I took a shit today. Ugh. Like, I don't, like, none of this is my business. No. You shouldn't want to talk about it. No. This is weird to me. I kind of get, though, leaving the bathroom and you see someone walking in and you maybe just destroyed that bathroom and you go, hey, man, heads up. <laughs> you give a little. I don't know that. I would just be like, hey, good luck. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> wasn't me. It wasn't me. Wasn't it's whoever me. was in here before me. That's still giving him a heads up. Sure, <laughs> but then do it that way. Then I'm not talking about my own shit. I'm talking right. about someone else's. Right. But you know what? And and half of these bathrooms, which is really weird, like isn't there no building codes or anything? But like, put a fan, like something, right? Ventilation. Well, yeah, I think like, it's you ever do, like even hotel rooms. You go to hotel rooms and it's like, where's the fan? I hate that. There's no fan. Yeah. So yeah. it's like now the whole hotel rooms. And now all stay. the hotel rooms are non-smoking, so you can't even light a match to cover up the smell. Well, you can. No, no one's gonna. The, the if you sprinklers your, if aren't gonna you go. Bring on. your own match. I'm saying when oh. it was in the good old days. How fucking old are you? <laughs> I, I just think I'm pretty old. They like provided society. matches to you at the motel. <laughs> yes, we think you think... smell like shit. Here's some matches, sir. Oh, it was so long ago. They thought everyone was still smoking all the time. <laughs> I just think society, man. We can't design shit properly. And I almost mean that literally, but still. We can't, uh, we can't, you know, why, why not put the fan in and go, okay, you know, this room is where people are going to do their business. Let's, I do know, hate when there's no fan. Yeah. If, if yeah. for no other reason, then it makes sound. Right. It's like yeah. the, it's like the, yeah. the ambient noise. White that, noise. Yeah. It's like white noise. And the worse shitty fan, the better. Cause it oh, makes loud shit. Yeah, like you yeah, can't yeah. hear anything I'm doing yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Thank goodness. Those are the best. Have you ever been, I've, this is not a complaint necessarily well it's a complaint about this incident in my life i was out with a bunch of people for like a dinner party type thing we went to sushi somewhere and i don't know i had some like philadelphia roll with like cream cheese and shit and you know okay and i what for whatever reason it just wrecked me immediately like so we leave this place and we're not going out somewhere else and i obviously don't know where i'm going to go to take care of this but we go back to the host's apartment, right? Uh-huh. So it's a small, like two bedroom, one bath Oof. fucking apartment okay. with 25 people in it, right? Oof. All right. And the bathroom is directly off the living room. It's Ugh. just, there's no hallway. It's a door. It's it. a toilet. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. And so I'm just freaking out. I'm like, please, <laughs> I don't want to go. I don't want to go back here. I yeah. feel terrible. This is not going to go away. And we do. I'm stuck there. And I, there's no, I, there's no to fucking go. You're I can't sweating. Right. I'm not going to drive to the liquor store down the street. I'm not, that's not safe. Uh, so I have to go in the bathroom and there's no fucking fan. Oh no. And it's a very oh. small bathroom. It's a small apartment. So it's not like the toilet's far from the fucking door that I just walked <laughs> out of the living room through. SNL skit, man. Oh, it sucked. And I, <laughs> so I sit there and it's not like this is going to be quick either, obviously. Right. Or quiet. Or not at all. It was not at all quiet. So I just turned the water on. Like the the faucet in the, and I and I blasted it, right. and, and that's every, when they go. And everybody in the room, yeah, yeah, for like fifteen minutes. There's water running. Yeah. What's happening in there? They're not asking yeah, what's happening in there. They know. And then I have to walk out into that group. Yeah, <laughs> and I did it <laughs> from the one door that's just yeah. right adjacent to the living room. That you know smells is. great, and they obviously know what's happening in there. I have to walk into this party like, hey, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. Wasn't me. What did I miss? Wasn't happen. me. That was the other guy. <laughs> just to answer. We had up. friends like that. We had friends with a house where they built the bathroom right off the kitchen. I'm like, oh, oh my god, god. Ew, that ew. is like that is the ultimate sin. <laughs> I think oh. bathrooms should be as far away from common areas as possible. Yes. 
Agreed. Agreed. I don't like my, so my office has, we have public bathrooms, which sucks. Well, public within the building. So every office has a key to the locked bathroom, right? And the bathrooms are nice. I mean, they're, they're clean and they're, you know, they're, they're small. So the men get like two stalls and a urinal, whatever. And I hate, I hate going in there. I hate being in there when someone else walks in. Cause I'm like, and then it's yeah. immediately like, hold your breath. They, I know they know I'm here, but I don't want them to know that I really exist. Yeah. Like they can't hear me breathing. I can't yeah. do anything. That's not the biggest problem to me. The biggest problem is that because we have a key, I work in an office with only women. I'm the only man in my office. So there's one male uh, men's room key and one uh, women's room key. And it's right. We keep it next to the receptionist up front. So when clients need it, they can take it and go. So I have to, every time I need to go to the bathroom, I have to walk up there and grab the key and oh, then walk out in front of her. duplicate, dude. I know. Well, it's a do not duplicate fucking key. Oh. So I, every, I'm so like... Just, An- full of anxiety and nervous when I get the key. Like if I if I'm not just gonna go like urinate in thirty seconds, I'm just like, oh fuck. I hope she's not paying attention to what time it is. I don't want oh, her to know man. how long I've been gone. It's so Something stupid. Something tells me that if you take the do not duplicate key and, sh- and you only have to now tell this story to one other person, which is the guy at Home Depot who, <laughs> Depot who makes the keys, like, he will probably understand and go, I'll make that. Can't you just use a machine? It. It's yeah. like those machines that cut keys. Yeah, I don't just know those minute that. keys. Maybe I should try yeah. it. Yeah, dude, you need a duplicate for sure. Because it's so obvious where I'm. And then I'm like, does she know? I hope she's on the phone, or I hope she's out of the reception area when I get back, so she can't <laughs> time me and judge me. It's so yeah, stupid. You know, after listening to this conversation for 20 minutes, the world has a design problem. Like we just nobody thinks thinks it through. Yeah. Like yeah, people don't want to take craps in the middle of somebody's living room, practically or yeah. kitchen. And you know, or a hotel room, like put a fan in, make it this. I don't know, like just seems like simple crap, right? The people that should be way smarter than us are designing these places. They don't. They don't want our input. Well, we could help them do everything. They're trying to do as fast as as possible. Yeah, they don't care. Like it's or whatever, man. Some other prick's gonna live there. Who cares? When you're in the restroom at the office building and someone else comes in, if they and if you are leaving and they come in, do they try to talk to you? Are they like, "Hey, man, uh, I'm whoever. I work in this other office." No, I've I've well. So wait a minute. Well, so right as you're walking out the door, yeah. Like if they're coming in the bathroom, you're leaving. Yeah, because if I thought you were talking about like if I'm in the stall and then I come out while they're in there. Cause I ain't fucking coming out if someone's in there. If if they come in and I'm done, yeah. but I'm still in the stall, yeah. they could take a they could take a shit next to me, and I'm probably not leaving until they're leaving. Because I don't want them to know that I'm there. Right. Especially if they're at the urinal, they're just they're gonna go. I'll stand there and wait quietly. But my, if you catch them mid mid, I just say hey. Like I don't know. Do you people. ever have people who men who stop and go, oh, who are no. you? Welcome no. to the building. No, Anything like that. No, thank God. Yeah, because there's I that. Remember. There's that fine. Sorry, Howard. Real quick. There's that that fine line too that you were talking about. You just sit and wait until they come in, do their business, and go. But there's that moment, like when you're finished, you're done, and you unlatch the door, and you're about to open Ooh. the door, and oh. someone walks in. Uh. Do you latch it back up and sit back down? No, no, no. But you I follow through. No, but I dread that moment yes. every time I leave the stall. Yeah. I'm like, please don't be coming in right now. Okay, good. Now they don't know if I was in the stall or right. at the urinal. I can then blame it on some imaginary guy. Right. I'm safe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember I was at this radio station once. We had this the boss, the general manager. He was a big guy, like 400 pounds or something. Anyway, one day I walk into the bathroom in the station, like an office bathroom, and it was bad. And I go, and I thought it might have been one of my buddies or something. And I went, 
holy crap, does it ever fucking stink in here? Like, I just called him on it. Oh, my God. And then I hear, whoosh, toilet flushes, oh, and then I see over the stall, like, these two eyes, and it's that guy. The He goes, Howard? <laughs> That's all he says. Howard? He's a proud pooper, like, though. Oh, my God, that was the worst. Because I, would, I, I wouldn't come out. Would you come out? I, somebody... would, I wouldn't come out. But if you're one of those pom- pompous assholes who is a general manager of a radio station, like you're saying, he's yeah. a proud pooper. Yeah. So when he looked at Howard, and I bet when he saw him, he was like, Howard? He was like, that's right. That was my shit. That's you right. Are, he's proud. You are taking <laughs> in your nostrils now. You now have part of me inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. That gonna, like, nobody's listening to this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to vomit now. All right. I just hate when people are always trying to talk to me of those kind of things, like in the bathroom or yeah. if I leave or, you know, if we're at the my radio station and they do that and they want to, or if they haven't met me and they want to introduce and shake hands and shit. I'm like, we're in the fucking bathroom, man. Or at the grocery store. <laughs> yes. I don't understand why. Great segue. I don't understand why we have to, why do we feel the need to talk to each other so much? I was... So I'm going to go on this grocery store story. I was at the grocery store, and there's this guy I know. I'm kind of an acquaintance. Like, I, I know his ex-wife, and I've known him for, of him for a long time. But we're not friends. We're not pals. We don't text. We don't call. We don't hang out. Nothing. But I see him at the grocery store pretty often, and every time, it's like he's compelled. It's weird. It's weird. Like, we I run into him a lot. That's your spot. Yeah. And... He's compelled to want to talk to me. So what's going on? What's new? What you been up to? And I'm like, oh, you know, I always go on oh, nothing. Just busy with work, trying to just get out of it. Then he starts telling me, oh, you know, I just finished repainting my house. And like, he gives me the entire rundown. Like, Cause he's but, like, unlike you, he's a social guy. No, he wants to like talk no, to people. He I think is, he has no friends. He, I, again, I don't think that's it. I think that he thinks I want to talk. I think that he well, thinks I'm the social one. But you've made it clear that you don't with your reaction, yeah. right? I'm just like, oh, I'm busy. Everything's cool. And I'm like trying to move the cart like I'm trying to leave. You Does know? he have friends? I assume so. I don't really. I mean, because he may not talk to anyone and he sees you. He's like, oh, I'm just going to run my mouth to this guy. But he seems to me like the kind of guy that barely even talks to anybody about anything. But he sees me and he feels like he's got to unload or something. That guy sucks. See, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't I can't even like, I can't do that. I just like if somebody talk, I will talk to them all day. If a homeless guy. Ask me for change. I'll talk to him for half an hour. About I'm Apple. Like, I can't not talk to people. What's that? <laughs> About Apple, he said. Yeah. I don't care. You would really you would really do that. Like, you would just go ahead and strike up that conversation. I, I don't know. I get, it. like, sucked into a conversation. And I'm like, I have to talk. I don't know. I just. I, uh, yeah, my, my uncle is that way. Yeah. Like, he'll talk to anybody. I don't want to do it. I don't either. I want to avoid people at all costs. I only want to yeah. talk to the, my main friends. That's it. I don't think that's good. What? Right? You think we should be that social out and about that we should just talk to anybody? The cashier at the at the grocery store? If it makes you happy. I think just being polite, like being nice and polite and sure. quick. But like these people want to talk and talk and talk. Do you hold the elevator open for people? Uh, like if you get in and people are walking toward the elevator, yeah, yeah. It depends. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends how close they are. Sometimes you'll just want to like slam it as fast as you can, right? But, but why? The door won't close <laughs> fast enough. Yeah, yeah because I do that it's all like the too time. many people. Really, There's too many people and, in the elevator. And then it you're closes. Like, right, and you're enough. like, <laughs> I, if I feel like they saw me or they're going to make it themselves, I will then throw my hand out to stop. It. Like, oh, sorry. But if they're far away, I will not look at them and I will push the fucking door close button. <laughs> 
I don't. Of course, because nobody wants. They're always going to take a floor lower than you. Well, but I don't care gonna... about that. You know, you're not going to talk to them in the elevator. So no. why why am I so afraid of being around them? I feel like if I'm the guy coming toward the elevator and I see you in there, I slow down because I don't want to get in well, that I, elevator. I, I with did you. the same. So, I do the same thing. So if you were in there pushing that button, I'd be like, go ahead, man, yeah. push the button. Hurry up. Yeah. Close it so I can push the button again. Yeah. I don't. That I'm, Is my antisocial? What does that mean? I don't yeah, like it means that uh, you hate people and you should probably, you know, yeah, that's lock probably yourself true. in a room all day and, uh, you know, not converse. You should have a job where you, you should be a parking lot attendant. I have to be able to talk shit about stuff, though. So. <laughs> Me I, too. I can't just be silent. Well, then who, you can talk shit to the guy in the elevator. No, there's no yeah. uh, recourse. It's to a that, very right? fine line here. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what to do. Because people will unload to strangers more than they will to most of their friends, right? Because there's no... You know. Not me, but the weird people. Sure. Because if people give you a lot of information, you're like, I don't know you. I don't know why I, you're I just like, this. you know, if when I would take like the subway, or not the subway, but the train, go to a Rams game or something, I'd get on the, the Metro or whatever it's called. Dude, the conversations you hear on that, like people just like spilling their guts. I'm like, these people don't even know each other. We, we talked about this before, I think. Like when you get your hair cut, do you talk well, to the barber no, 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 or the... No. I don't want to. I don't either. But but yeah, how do you get way. if if some stranger, even if they're they're wacky and they start in, you're just gonna go ahead and go with that conversation, or do you? I like, don't know, man. It's all like material to me. It's like I can learn something from this person. Like there's something funny about it, or it's a story, or something. He's yeah. better than us. I yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just find yeah. Watch next time. I'll see you guys. I'll go fuck you. Hey, hey, Joe. <laughs> bye. Fuck you. Yeah. You have a reason Mike, for that. Yeah, yeah, whatever, Mike. But that's yeah, us. Yeah. That's different. We're, we know right. each other. That's different. It's those random people. I don't know to talk to you. Right, but I, 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 do, I, was, I was being facetious when I said he's better than us, but I do think I, I wish I could do that. I wish I could do what Howard does. Just, it's just like if you know there's going to be a financial transaction, then I'm like, okay, this is coming. They're not interested in anything I have to say or do. The only reason for the conversation is to close a financial transaction. Oh, sure. That's different. You know, like the people that come to your door and da, 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 yeah. da, it's like, fuck dude, you know, I never give money at the door. That's a stupid business model. There's so many ways to raise money now for all these charities. You don't need the fucking door handing out money. That's yeah. I, I don't, be. I don't consider those two things the same at all. Like you're just genuinely talking to a person out and about because you want to talk to a person. Right? Yeah, they said something interesting. Yeah, they're yeah. talking about the fires or the weather or yeah. something. And I wish like, I could do that. that. Has, you know, I can't do that. I, don't know, I find you learn shit from people. Anybody you could learn something from. I don't. Right. I don't wish I could do that at all. Right. But well, <laughs> I, I, I do. I wish I could because it's not going to one. It's not going to take away from whatever I'm doing. If at, like Howard's right, at a minimum, it's going to add something to your life. You're going to hear something that you would not have otherwise heard because you tried to avoid this person. It's not going to hurt you, right? It's not going to, it may not help you, but you're going to get something out of it that, and if that makes you happy, which I, I wish that did make me happy, I would like to do that. I'd like to just fucking go out and be like, hey, what's up, guy? Like, are you the kind of guys, if there's like 12 cop cars at the end of your street, do you just go like shut the windows and go fuck off, not my problem? Or are you like, oh, I wonder what's going on there? Like, why are like, is there some sort of an emergency, an event? Did guys get shot? That's like, different. That's different. Of course, I want to know what's, ha- what's so happening. So if you do that and you go, okay, so then you're there, would you not like converse with some of the other neighbors who Maybe were there no. watching the scene and go, hey, well, like, what do you, would you hear? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's got to be a little CIA once in a while, right? But you don't know these neighbors? 
No, oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't know the neighborhood. Right. Hey, it's like, oh, Johnny, you live at uh, 2891. Yeah, yeah, it's down the street. Yeah, I may, okay, I nice may not. You. I may not. So if someone initiates a conversation with me, then I'm, then I'm going to probably go on with it a little bit. But I'm not going to go to some guy I'm standing next to and be like, hey, do you live <laughs> around the corner? What's go, what do you think is going on here? I would not do that. No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I don't know. It must be something wrong with me. I'll talk to no, anybody. No, no, right. Even I, if they don't speak the language, I'll figure it out. No, I seriously think that's good. I wish I could do that. And I also probably wouldn't directly ask the cop myself either. I would just try to listen closely right. if someone else did. You're fucking snooper. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I don't know if that's a know. snooper. You but... guys would make shitty journalists, I guess. Not that those exist yeah. anymore. I, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't just walk up and talk to people and ask questions. That's true. I can do it if I have to. Yeah. But I, but I, you know, yeah, I, I don't I, have to be friendly. I would be a terrible journalist. I can, I'm not good at that at all. You couldn't well, ask who you wouldn't like, want to find. There's no curiosity there. To I mean, if it's just know? my, if it were it's like your job, my you job, do, do then, do it. and I'd have to do it. But that is exactly, it's exactly why I would not want that job is because. But what are you afraid of in, in doing it? I'm in not your, afraid. I just don't want to. I don't. Well, like, what, what are you like? Yeah, you must fear. like, it must it's be a fear, right? Fear. Like something's going to happen. That's going to ruin How your is day. It based in fear. But what, so <laughs> what's is. the other reason? I think it's based in fear. How is it based in fear? I don't care. Like, I don't you fear a bad outcome. You fear something bad happening by asking you a question? Were to converse no, by talking to someone yeah. that you don't know. No, I just don't think I give a shit enough. Like, I'm, I'm not really hungry You're for selfish. the story. I'm totally so you're selfish. apathetic, right? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. what, man? Oh shit! Half my street burned. I want to learn about it. I, I want to read about it in the, uh, the football game. I want to. I want to read about it in the news. I want to learn about it, and then I want to go. Oh man, that's really terrible for that family at all. But I don't want to be involved. And then like post it on your Facebook page how like <laughs> how horrible it was and how sad you are. But then you don't want to talk to anybody, right? Hmm. You got me. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's sad, man. I think that's sad. You Here suck. You I do. You're an asshole. I am. <laughs> Everybody's crying for you, Mike. They're crying. They're saying prayers for you. I don't talk to my neighbors. I hate my neighbors. And I don't even fucking know them. You better. That's another thing, man. You better like try to get along with your neighbors because you're kind of stuck with them. Dude. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that. These people just moved in. They just bought the house. Like a, Maybe it's been probably two years now, but they're fucking lame. And Why? I, I don't know. I don't know. We need a new fence. And I've, I have made zero effort to ask them about this, but I just know that they're going to be like, because they know we need a new fence and they haven't asked me either. Yeah, and but maybe they think the same thing about you. These are the same people that park their fucking car in front of my house oh. instead of them parking in front What's of their wrong house. With that? It's the street. It's legal. Well, I, I didn't say it was illegal. It's just, it's just common courtesy. Why? The front of their house is completely open and they park their shit in front of my house. So turn the sprinklers on every day. Well, I've moved <laughs> my car into that spot, whether I want it there or not. Just to keep them from parking there. That's a good idea. Turn one sprinkler all the way around. Uh, fuck them. <laughs> anyway, I, this may not be an issue if I had talked to them initially. Like, hey, neighbor, how are you enjoying the neighborhood? I didn't do that. <laughs> like Flanders. I, was, I would like pretend like I didn't see him and then hurry in my house. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think your quality of life goes up if you hang better, you know, if you like your neighbors. I mean, That's all. Oh, I'm sure That's true. Well, I know what the fear is of that is that you won't like them. And they'll be completely, you have nothing in common with them. They'll have differences of opinions of you. And now, not only 
are they your neighbors? But now you fucking hate every fiber of their being and their beliefs and what they do and who they are. So now it makes it worse to live next door to them because now they're the fucking asshole neighbors. That you got some shitty neighbors, huh? What Jesus? No, my neighbors are fine. I love my neighbors. Chilly, I, man, they're all all the neighbors go on TV when he does something, and they're like, "Yeah, man, that guy. I don't know. He kept to himself. That fucking Never weirdo. Yeah, you know, kind of a weirdo. I don't know. I have a lot That's in common with my guy, neighbor. Right? She she breeds therapy bunnies. What? In her house. See? In my neighbor's See, house. Don't get to know her more. Therapy fucking bunnies. Don't, Maybe look around the hood before you buy. I, well, they you came know, after me. See. They they moved in after. So the people next door that were okay, they didn't talk a lot, which was great, but they were nice. They sold to these fucking weirdos. Yeah. And now I got to fight over fence. this is the same with the fence? This is the same. Fence, car, therapy bunnies. So see, they they've got some problems. You should go over there and just get it all in one fell swoop. Just be like, I want to talk to you about your car. I want to talk to you about the fence. I want to talk to you about your stupid <laughs> fucking therapy buddies. The fair therapy bunnies. What the fuck are they gonna do though? They don't bother you. They're quiet. No. What, is, what noise just, does a bunny make ever? No, I don't. There's no issue with the bunnies. They're just fucking weird. It's the people. Then my neighbors are weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. I, I, I didn't know there was such a thing as therapy bunnies. Like I, I thought yeah, therapy the dogs therapy were a for what? stretch. Therapy for what? A fear of bunnies? I don't know. It's for just comfort. A comfort animal. Stupid. Stupid. Why don't you just get a fucking dog or a cat? But what makes them why are they just not trained bunnies? Like what as what what do you teach a fucking rabbit that is specific only to therapy? What first of all, what's with the fucking comfort animals? What do they call uh, them? A support animal? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is with that in the first yeah, place? Yeah, that's kind of bullshit. Uh, yeah, some of it. I don't. I don't know. I could understand if you need a seeing eye dog, but now like the whole system's no. abused. Everybody's taking their fucking dogs on the plane, strapping the seatbelt around them, and uh, and I get people want to maybe have their family pets when they go on a vacation, but now it's like they're all on the plane. That's a service animal. But different not. than a support animal. Okay, so they're not. Most people abuse the. No, I'm I sure agree. Some of them are, but you know. But most I, people. Abuse I don't have it. a problem with service animals, and I don't really have a problem with support animals. I think the people that breed them are fucking weirdos. But it, like, like I'm a dog person, right? I have, I've had dogs my whole life. I love dogs. I've and I've been, I've defended cases where the the witnesses and the victims needed a support dog to sit next to them while they testified. And at that time, I thought, fuck you, this is stupid. That's just enabling shit, right? Well, but I mean, if people are in a weird position where they're testifying about someone who abused them somehow, and that person's in the courtroom with them, they want support. And and they don't necessarily want their mom or their aunt or sister to sit next to them. They want, they have a weird connection to animals. And a lot of people do. And so they want the dog there to pet them. Those are the, those are support animals, right? Okay. That's at least in my in what my experience. But doesn't it seem like it's being abused? Like it seems like people are bringing their animals all over the place and calling them the support animal, animal, animal. So they're right there. The kid could identify because that's what that movie's about. Just yeah, it's, a, it's are, about the my, guy who did We Are the Champions and he dressed it. funny. My son's you favorite know? song is Fat Bottom Girls. It's a good one. Yeah. Who wrote that song? That wasn't Freddie Mercury, though, huh? Somebody wrote that. I haven't gotten that far. Okay. I mean, yeah. I he doesn't know Go that see that movie. Yet. I wonder what you guys think. I want to go see it. I was he good? It. Did you think it was good? Did, what's, his, that was Romy, good. what's his name? Remy. 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 No, he was good, man. He was From like. Uh, Mr. Robot. Yes. I think that movie was supposed to be uh, Sasha Baron Cohen originally. 
Uh, well, that, that, I heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was going to be wanted at more R rated. Is he probably and, too old now? Right. No, no, he had script issues. Like he. Yeah, he wanted. That's what like, I heard. That he wanted the to movie. On, honestly, the Fuck movie. Honestly, it's a it's not biopic. G- yeah, but it's not like G rated, but it's closer to G rated oh, the way really? it was done as opposed to the way Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, wanted it is. It. Like I think Sasha Baron Cohen wanted it more. Well, so they don't get into a. They don't go very deep into the Freddie Mercury AIDS no. issue. Well, they talk about it, but you never did. They don't have any sex scenes, really. Because um, I don't want to have to deal with that at this point yet. Well, actually, they don't really it. go too deep into it because they end the they end the movie at the Live Aid concert. That was sort of the big event. Nineteen eighty five was like the peak, right, where they did the ultimate performance. Uh, Live Aid. So. Next time, spoiler alert, please. <laughs> well, it doesn't Come matter. <laughs> It's like, dude, the whole, that's the thing with the, the movie, right? The movie's great, and it's, the music's awesome. The acting's fantastic. But it's like, you know what's going to happen. Right, I mean, right. it's like, it's a predictable movie. It's not like, uh, oh, he dies at the end or something, yeah. or doesn't. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just Is the music good, though? Go. Like, the, is it, like... Yeah, I don't know, and I good. wanted to find out who... Um, I don't think the kid, the actor, sang... No, but oh. I mean, like, is the use of the music in the movie good? Like, I yeah. Like, did you see Straight Outta Compton? Yes, yes. I loved that movie, and I and that's the music that I like. So I wanted to go to see it because of that. But I thought that they used the music really well in yeah. that movie. They did. It was great. Yeah, they used the music a lot. I think Brian Singer directed it. Um, and you know, what they did is they recreated the, which is in the trailer, so it's not like a spoiler. Alert, shows. But they recreated the Live Aid show with Freddie Mercury part of it. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of, lot of music. Yeah. That's good. And, uh, Mike Myers is, is in it and he's unrecognizable. If you didn't know he was in it, you wouldn't know it was him. Yeah. Cool. cool. So there you go. Go see if you can find Mike Myers in the movie. So for the record, fat bottom girls, it says composer, Brian May. Brian May wrote, wrote that. The- and Brian May is like a smart dude. Huh? These guys were, uh, like what, what was it astrophysics or something the other one guy was going to be a dentist the other guy astrophysics and then uh, i think after queen disbanded and freddie died i think he went back and got his degree and became like a professor for five years hmm. so that'd be weird going to college and brian mays your professor and now he's got that one dude who's what's that dude's name the american idol kid's name oh, oh adam lambert yeah adam lambert yeah, I haven't. Anybody seen him? No, I liked him. Do, I've only seen him like you know if the Queen played on like a late night show or something, and he sang like a guest appearance. Yeah. As was the he lead. good? Is he yeah. like Freddie? Yeah, yeah. Is he He's, just imitating? Mm, no, nah, you know, like he has that sort of Freddie Mercury esque sort of voice, mm-hmm. but he's not. It's not the same. It's not. But he's it's good. not like Journey. No, no, no. That dude nails the Steve Perry. Okay. No. Yeah, I liked Adam Lambert in American Idol when I watched him on American Idol. And I think he, I think one of the choices of the songs that, you know, the judges pick was a Queen song. Yeah. And he nailed it there. Yeah. And he does a perfectly fine job with Queen and it's good. Yeah. It's good and entertaining to watch, but it's not friendly. But that's, well, and that's one of those things. That's the, this conversation we had, I think before, I don't know if we talked about this specifically, but the bands that you're going to see the yeah. lead singer as right. opposed to the band. Right, right. I'm not going to see... But when you watch movies and you learn about the bands, you kind of understand how important all of the other crap is that we don't really notice. You're right. Everybody saw Freddie Mercury Mercury, and it was about him on stage. But 
you know, what you learn is when Freddie went solo and left the band, like they needed him and he needed them and sure. they couldn't survive without each other. So, well, they helped write the songs that make them so famous. Like Freddie doesn't, didn't, he didn't write all those songs. No, right. No, no, I not mean, at all. so that's, you lose that and you think that you're okay without it. And you're not. Yeah. The solo career was, I don't know. Can you name a Fred? What was a Freddie Mercury song from a solo career? I didn't even know he had a solo career. I knew that. Yeah, I thought he exactly. died before he could do that. No, no, he did it before. I think he did it before the live age. When did he die? 80? 91. Oh, 91. Yeah, he died. I think he was 45 in, in mm -hmm. 1991. But anyway, I don't know what happened with, uh, um, what was I saying? I forgot what I was talking about. Those are oh, two, well. we've just talked about two great music movies where the lead dies of HIV. Easy E. And Freddie Mercury. Didn't think you are going to make that connection. Today, How did Easy E get AIDS? And why fucking, did Magic Johnson Unprotected sex. Because he has money. Easy E didn't have money. A lot Easy of unprotected sex. Easy E didn't have sex. money? No. By the time he died, he had money. Or no. when he was close. To, no? Not really, no. They had gone through the fight with, uh, what's his face? Uh, right. Oh, Suge Knight? No. The, his, no, no. Jerry the, Heller. The, oh, right, right. Jerry Heller, yeah. Oh, so he had like nothing. I mean, I, I don't know. They had, I don't know. They had nothing, but he didn't. He didn't have Magic Johnson money. But what did Magic Johnson do with the money that saved him? He bought the antidote to AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> What's He's that? Hoarding it. He bought the antidote to AIDS. No, he, I mean, he could pay for treatments that other people. He hired Austin Powers. Drugs were expensive then, right? Like AZT and all that stuff. The yeah, the yeah. HIV drugs were expensive. He could well, buy whatever he needed. And I think it was still in trials too, right? When he's when Magic Johnson. Yeah, well, no, Magic was in like '91. He he contracted it. I, I don't know how old Easy was. It was later, I guess, right? Yeah, I don't know. So I think it may have been just farther gone when he found out, and then I think he died of like pneumonia or something, you know, complications. And if somebody gets it now, you, you there's enough drugs that they're uh, they live. Remember when we used to hear about people that contracted HIV or tested positive all the time? Like it, was, it was a big fucking deal. And it was a death sentence. Yeah, and I don't yeah. I never hear that anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean maybe Does that maybe, mean nobody has it or they can cure it? I hope it means that nobody's contracting it because they're smarter, right? You know what I mean? They're using protection or whatever the issue is. I think that the drugs are better and they could just monitor it better and keep it at bay. I don't know. That's another well, no, thing. No, no, but I mean uh, you're contracting it. I'm I'm not talking about people that that don't have it. I'm saying we don't hear about people getting it. I think it's because not as many people are getting it. Could be. Right? That's my hope. Jesus it's partially Christ. eradicated, maybe. Maybe. But but by what? By just common sense? Because there's no... Condoms, I guess. Right, that's what I mean. People are actually using them now. Right? Because like, obviously mid to late 80s and then early 90s, it was a... People were freaking out. Right? Yeah, I mean, it was. It was. I remember that. That was like you know our formative years. It's like, oh fuck, now you can't have sex. Right, like you're 18, you're and you're scared going, the oh, shit great, out of you. We're all gonna die, right? Like, yeah. yeah, it was. It was scary. Maybe it's fake. Maybe it was just meant to scare us. The government ploy to buy more condoms because <laughs> the condom lobbyists were in the back pockets of the government. Yeah, yeah, Freddie. This come is back a to conspiracy show. The Trojan Super Pack. They were. They didn't mean it, Freddie. It was a government ploy. You didn't. Yeah, it's okay. Um, the other thing I was thinking about that movie, too, was the Live Aid concert that Bob Geldof did. I wonder, like, did they cure the famine in Africa? Did that help? Sure, it helped. Yeah, now so, they just think so? fighting over diamonds. It's not cured. I mean, that <sighs> stopped it, but do you think it helped? Sure. Did We Are the World help? Sure. 
Maybe not on a huge. So? No, it's not. I like the video. It's not putting I a, do that, it's man. Not putting a huge up, dent. It's not putting I a huge dent these. in hunger, but it certainly did something. Not to end all charities, and some of them I'm sure do great work and are helpful, but I would love to, and if they do, I'd just like to follow up, do an honest follow up on what happened to all these things. Like, is it good? Is it a waste? Are they sucking us in? Or are they really helping? Sounds like a Google search. I don't care because I'm not donating anyway. You just hate people too much. No, but uh, no, I'm not giving away money to people I don't know. It's very hard for me to donate to charity. I think that is hard. And I think there's some wealthy people in the world. Like, I don't think Jeff Bezos, the richest guy in the world, gives much to charity. No, right. Like relatively, it's nothing to him. To us, it's like, oh, he's given millions of dollars to this. Like, yeah, but that's like 30 bucks. Right. That's like, you know, like, come on, dude. I don't even know if he does. Like, and Steve Jobs wasn't very philanthropic either, right? Like, some of these at guys least were not that super was wealthy. out there. I mean, at least not that was out there. Like, true, some, he could some, do it anonymously. Yeah, some, some. I think some people want the recognition for doing it. I think some people want the fucking tax write-off. Totally, more than anything. Totally. I don't. I'll give. I'll give money to my friends. You know, like I if, think I, that if would I had be that money. the world would be better if everybody gave money to somebody like where a situation where they knew they could help and see the results, as opposed to throwing it into a organization where they don't really know what happens to the money and they hope it works. How does that work? How do you determine that though? Cause I agree with you, but like that doesn't mean giving homeless people money. Cause I don't know what they're going to do with it. Right? No, that's true. But I mean like, uh, I don't know, a neighbor or a friend's kid or somebody yeah. that has a rough time. It's somebody in your circle that you know, and you help. I can contribute you to their... see the results of your help. Yeah. Right? I can buy their books in college or something like, cause they can't afford it. Something like that. Something, right? And then you would know and see, and then, you know, that to me, if everybody did that, it would probably help out on a lot of may scale. That may assume that everyone knows, uh, has acquaintance with someone who could help them. No, like just I think luck. That there's people that don't have anyone, that don't have families, don't True. have anything. And I mean, they, my, they rely my daughter's on those resources. You know? Yeah, maybe. But a do they get them? Days ago, a couple know. days ago, my daughters were, um, you know, somebody hit them up for clothes because of the fires, right? These people got evacuated and lost their house or something. And they had, oh, they had like some 14-year-old girl or something. And, you know, my daughter's like, oh, here. And they gave away a few pieces of clothing. But, you know, it was closer where they would know the person and know they were No, yeah, but good for them. Not everybody would do that. Well, that's good. I, that's, that sounds good. I would give, I would, I have no problem giving everything I have to people that I know. Like if they need it. And the stuff that I've used, you know what I mean? Instead yeah. of giving it to Salvation Army. We'll give, sure. like, I know families that have younger boys that can't afford to buy a bunch of clothes that I did. We give that away all the time. I'd much rather do that than give it to somebody I don't know and have no idea if they're, what are they doing with it? Like, Salvation, Salvation Army is getting some money off of what I just gave them for free. Well, that's the thing. Some of the charities, it's all administrative costs, right? Like, they're just, right. people are making a living. Their and, salaries and, are paid from my donations. Yeah. But if you're you going know, to do things on a grand scale, if you're if the idea is that you're going to try to feed a giant group of homeless people on a regular basis, you can't just have individuals going and giving you know the extra burrito that they bought. You have to have a, a business model. You have to have a way to get people. You have to have employees that go and do that. If but you're isn't go- that what taxes are? I mean, we pay taxes. Doesn't that cover a lot of the problems? No. Why not? Well, that's what's the point of those charities then? Of course. But I want I want to see the result of what I've done. I get that. No, I, I understand I, that. I'm just saying that I, it makes total sense. I understand nothing, why. Yeah, they, there's they nothing wrong with that. Exist. But I'm saying that 
that right if that to, to eliminate like a whole entire charity and a whole nonprofit organization that's doesn't do all that doesn't make things worse because those people they the, if if it's run properly they come together for the uh, common good cause for the, for for a, a large number of people i agree with that i'm just not giving in to them well you don't have to right but you know yeah, and there, and there are people that party will. thinks too right party's like oh well they want like a hundred bucks from every guy every like working stiff one of us that are just you know as opposed to Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos who could like write one check in two seconds and cover all of that anyway, and probably not even notice. Sure. But, but why turn away the other month? And and you say it like there's an expectation. I feel like I remember after uh, the Katrina disaster, there was the red cross things everywhere and people were just putting a dollar in those boxes or whatever. Now we can argue about whether the Red Cross did what they were supposed to with the money, but I think if you have Bill Gates who writes a check for fourteen billion dollars, and but you also have Americans giving a few dollars here and there, and that raises another hundred million dollars, then why why not? If that's going to help people in the long run, that just ends up helping more people. That's okay as long as administratively it's run correctly. And you wonder, like now with all the GoFundMe stuff too, right? People set a to set up a GoFundMe account, which you know, in theory sounds really good. And know something happens to somebody and they got a few hundred thousand dollars and it may help them. But I wonder if that all, you know, something doesn't get sticky in that situation. If it, you know, whoever set up the account, does it go to the right people? Do they actually get the money or somebody else set up the account and they take the money and give a little bit to them? Who knows? Well, right. We see that, right. You see the people that are, they set up a GoFundMe page for this homeless guy that they found. And then they siphoned off $400,000. <laughs> Yeah, like they're you know they're not giving it to the person. It's just a they they can post shit on social media and say look what a good person I am, and then they can make money. Right, and things like win win things like that, or like when uh, there was all the problems with with the Red Cross, and they found out that that they were skimming off the top, or maybe it was a different organization. But we we hear those stories in the news, and it makes you go, I don't want to give to those charities. And yeah. uh, so your point of giving it to someone where you can actually see the result and it means something because you know them, it makes absolute total sense. But if you can and you're you have the ability to especially in a disaster time to give money toward those organizations why not even if it's just a few bucks did you give money to the fire victims uh actually somebody at my work their house got completely destroyed in the fire and they have a gofundme page so. okay but wait a second do they have fire insurance or if you have a house in malibu they don't even give they, you insurance they do have insurance but that doesn't cover the immediacy of right now i got to get my family somewhere like they, oh, yeah. you know, like, sure, he's got savings and he can get a hotel room and that sort of thing. But in that moment, right then, when you've just lost everything and now you have, he has two kids and a wife and, you know, he's the breadwinner of the family. They're going to need things yeah. in, in an immediate moment where here's some so money. Is that like a you. loan? Maybe it's like a loan. No, it's like, hey, no, man, it's you got an $800,000 insurance payment. But hey, you know, here's like no, it's 20 grand to get your, yourself in gear. Well, I don't know. If there's It's certainly it, not. Raising twenty grand, it's raising maybe eight grand. But the point is that maybe not even that, maybe three grand. But in that moment, it's like, look, man, we know this is a shitty situation, and we're going to do what we can to help you in this moment. That I think that's okay. Let me ask two questions. One, did he evacuate at the first notice? I don't know. And two, <laughs> did he grab more than his hard drive? I <laughs> I don't know the answer to either of those questions. You can get the answer. On the next podcast. I'll, well, I'll say before I click on the 100 bucks of the GoFundMe, I need these two questions answered. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it comes down to trust. I think, and I think Joey's right. I think it's like we don't really fully always trust it, right? It all sounds good, and we all want to be good people, and we all want to help. But at the end of the day, there's a part of you still going, "Well, yeah, I'd feel like shit if I gave you know 500 bucks into a GoFundMe, and it turns out that somebody was just scamming." Yeah. But if everybody thought like that, nobody would ever help either, right? That's true, right? And there are people that probably would choose one or the other, I guess. And I, don't get me wrong, I get that the homeless guy on the side of the road that comes up to, you know, is holding his, you know, please help, you know, whatever. I give that guy five bucks every once in a while. Like on the days that I'm feeling like I feel like this would help him, I do it. Some days I'm just like, no, I'm ignoring it. And and I think that's weird. I think people are either one or the other, but I, I kind of alternate between both, you know. Yeah, the party wants to help, but the other part is now you're enabling, and it worked out well, man. Joey showed up and gives the guy 20 yeah. bucks, and he'll go be back tomorrow for another Joey, and it's like, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's too pure a transaction, right? Just asking for money. Um, especially, isn't it? Like, there is a social safety net. Like, you should not starve to death in the United States, right? Yeah. No matter no, right. what. Sure. You should. There's always a way to get a meal or something in the United States. So yeah, they're not starving. They're all eating, but they're not living anywhere good. And sometimes I feel bad. Sometimes I don't. Do you think that giving the five bucks is taking the place of, let me pull over and talk to this guy and find out what he needs and what his life is. So sure. Here, just take my five bucks. Cause that's easy for me. But I, but I can say I did something right. Give him five bucks. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like that's, that's my cop out. But there are times I'm also like, no. You're just trying to feel better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. That's true. Because if I was trying to solve the problem, I would try to, you know, eradicate homelessness in this area. I don't. I throw five bucks sometimes. Which you could argue attracts more homelessness. True. It's true. That's the complaint from all the fucking white middle-aged women on the social media pages here. Don't give them money. Keeps them here. I don't like those brown people. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we hit the end of the row. Uh, The end of that. uh, That's the attitude. On that note. All right. Good All right, talk, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen. We were done a long time ago, so don't act like this was part of anything. Well, Remember? I might. Uh, it's still <laughs> recording, man. And I, uh, I still have to edit it together. Where's the yeah, fucking red there was, a, there, was a, there was a big section where Howard talked about Home Depot bathrooms, which we already covered in a previous podcast that has to be edited out. So there's plenty of shit. Hey, you think anybody listens to more than one of these podcasts? Come on. <laughs> the two of like, us oh, do. <laughs> oh, they listen to podcast 13. This is a rerun because they're diligently sitting at home. Recount. I can't. If I can't fucking remember what I said, yeah. But how many have you listened to? I said? Yeah, but, you, you don't you remember, know? and you've never listened you've never to listened any. to them. So, <laughs> so what? Like I, I said, it. I won't remember everything I said in all the podcasts either. But I listened to them, and so what? I like that I, he I'm doesn't even you, dude, fucking. If it came out of if it came care. out of my mouth and I said it, there's no goddamn way anybody else in the world remembers what I said. Oh, no we remember way. every fucking week. Dude, we could just rerun this whole podcast every week for the next six weeks. Nobody's going to notice. Well, that's, that's probably true. Well, then how does that move? Well, but I notice and Michael notices. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not going to. Should I just? Should I just? You know what? Take the whole podcast, edit it in a different order. Just take the Ooh, one. That take, would confuse take, our take listeners. Take the one podcast. In fact, I'll delete all the other podcasts. <laughs> we'll just use number one and I'll just edit it in a different order. It is yeah. different order. You know what? We're stupid. We do a podcast, so many podcasts. We're stupid. We should have done one podcast and just wait like six every month. It goes up and up and up. 
And you're right. You're wasting. We're diluting it. Just have one podcast we ever do. And just and reorder it. it. Just edit it in different yeah, order. That's kind of what we've yeah. been doing. Have like, like a it. Christmas special. We reorder it for Christmas like it's a different holiday. <laughs> and we version. can remaster it. Just do change. Put some effects in the background. Put a drum beat under one of them. <laughs> the remix. Next time we'll go, hold on. Here's where Episode the guitar, one, the remix. A guitar solo. Uh, we've kind of done that, though. I love it. Because I think, I per, I, I think if, if we had like some very committed listener, which we do not. Who was like, you know what? Your I'm, dad. I'm, <laughs> he's not going to take the time to do this. But went through. Joe Camerata Sr. Can you make a spreadsheet of everything we've talked about? I bet you there's a correlation between every episode. Every episode <laughs> has had something from the past. There's yeah. been a reference to something yeah. we've talked about before. I'm sure. We're fucking boring. <laughs> We're limited in what we can Because we put about. no work into this podcast. I mean, we fucking show up and we just tell stories about like our childhood or something. Yeah. yeah and that's about fucking a bathroom great. we went to, right? It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I, There's no preparation, no effort or work put into this podcast whatsoever. That's, that's why I'm just saying. Just fucking good enough to survive. That's why I'm saying we just. I keep it rolling so that when we do repeat stories, much like the Home Depot's bathroom story today, I can grab the part at the end and put it there. That's all. That's all. I'll save it. Don't worry. I won't The preceding that. portion of the podcast was recorded in uh, February of 2016. <laughs> previously, previously recorded. I think you should. Here's if you were a really good editor and producer. What you should do okay. is pull the fucking bit from the podcast before where Howard. So here's how we're talking about Home Depot again, and then you play the bit from the last <laughs> podcast, and then you, you know, play this one. Do, like, we hey, should just do a Home stories. Depot bathroom podcast and just like edit them all together, right? Just here's how we said it the we first time. About it into one. Yeah. Here's how he said it in February, and here's what it sounded like in May. Or take the February version, put it in the left speaker. These will be the, the holiday one. special episodes. I love. This it. is the episode about Home Depot. Great, all the references to Home Depot, and then we can have. And it's brought to you by and, and sell that sponsorship to Home Depot, please. Yeah, we have a different approach to advertising. We're we'll have a travel about. one. Let's the air travel. Yeah. This is the episode about air travel, where all we do is pull everything we've complained about. You know what? Sell travel. the home. We should advertise it. It's brought to you by Lowe's. <laughs> the Home Depot, the Home Depot bathroom. bathroom brought to you by yeah. Lowe's. Brought to you by Lowe's. Uh, sell that. Call them. Done. That's 60 new customers to Lowe's. <laughs> yeah, I heard the bathrooms at Home Depot. I'm going to Lowe's to get those nuts and bolts. Did you hear it on the complaint department of the podcast? You have to download <laughs> Mention that. complaint department for 10% off. <laughs> Go to Lowe's.com slash complaint department. You know, nothing's off limits here. We'll spend 20 minutes complaining about the complaint department. God damn it. Oh, this is fun. All right. Anything else? It may not result in shit, but it's fun. I think we're out of here. Thank you. All right, right, guys. Take care. Bye. The complaint department is now closed. We are sorry for any inconvenience this may have caused.